What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard, it's business. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James, and we're engaged, and we like to get scared together. Yeah. You're already <laughs> laughing. What's uh? <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the people who are like, Halloween Kills is out. Can you cover it on the podcast? No, we won't. We're going to be covering this movie no one's ever heard of called Predator Island. Maybe we'll do Halloween Kills in like November. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but for now... This is my little Halloween treat for exactly. all of you. I just, I don't know. Halloween or like October seemed like the right month to cover this random horror movie that has a special place in my heart. I guess this is a, this is a treat for myself. I think it's a trick for everyone else. It is a little bit of a trick And for next week else. will be the treat when we're just hanging out with Johnny and, and talking about fun <laughs> Halloween stuff. That's right. We got to make sure that that's still happening. Oh, yeah. Now that he's big and famous. <laughs> Let's get a date and... <laughs> Uh, scheduled and everything but yes if all goes according to plan our friend and your friend Johnny Birchtold's gonna be here and it's gonna be just a Halloween goof around episode we're, not, we're just gonna be hanging out yeah yeah that'll be the treat that'll be the treat this is the trick Predator <laughs> Island so <laughs> dude I saw so many people being like is someone even posted on the subreddit being like hey I, can anyone help me find Predator Island so I can watch it before the the podcast uh, you can buy it. You on can DVD. buy. I bought a copy of it from eBay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. So the thing is, is you're is if you're watching this or listening to this, and you're like, shit, I didn't get a chance, or I couldn't find it anywhere. It's fine. Like you're not gonna find it anywhere to stream. I will put in plenty of clips and stuff so you won't be lost. And if you really want to watch it, I yeah, I got a copy of it on eBay for like five bucks. <laughs> This so okay. This movie I explained last week, but I'll just recap. Uh, what what year did this come out? Two thousand five. But because it's so no budget, it feels two thousand three. Yeah, very early two thousand. So it's it's a two thousand five, very low budget horror movie that my two best friends, who are like two of my bridesmaids, and I in we were in high school, and so it would have been right after this. It would have been as this came out. This movie yeah. came out and we were like, This on is a it. new release. It's so weird. Oh man, that makes me feel old. Because you're watching it. We were watching it last night and I'm like, man, this looks so dated. But we were watching it and it was new and it did not look dated. Um, so we we rented this every weekend from Hollywood Video. We were obsessed with it. I don't even know why we picked it originally. I think it was the title, Predator Island. My friend came over last night to watch it with us, and she agreed. She thinks that her theory is the title, Predator Island, just sounds so funny and, like, maybe not what they were intending. <laughs> well, especially nowadays. Yeah, After, for like, real. Epstein and shit. Like, now that's a thing. <laughs> but back then, the concept of, like, a Predator Island is kind of... Uh, ridiculous. So I mean, you've been talking about this movie since I've met you. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. A, I don't know. We just got so attached to it. We rented it, like I said, every weekend. We asked the guy at Hollywood Video if we could look at the checkout records, and we were the only ones. It was us every single week, and we tried to buy it, and they wouldn't let us. So basically, we love this movie. Um, there were. Parts of it that we still knew lines and stuff. You like, did, yeah. this is our The Room, I feel like. Okay, yeah. We have such a, like, a love for it. It's such a sincere, I don't know. It was, it was fun to revisit 
it because it brought back a lot of memories for me. And it was weird watching it with you because it felt very vulnerable. <laughs> it was like this weird thing from my past that if I could go back in time and tell my like 16 year old self, like one day you're going to watch this with your future husband and your friend Carrie, like you're all going to watch it together <laughs> and you still love Predator Island. That would kind of blow my mind a little bit. Yeah. I mean, watching it, it made sense. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was able to. How did you feel? Like, how did you feel about it? It is okay. It is a uh, no budget camcorder bad horror movie that is very poorly made in such a way that it's entertaining. I think the thing I love about it is that it is very sincerely made. It is. Uh, but there's also an awareness. I think there's an awareness. They well, know. Watching, there's a full, there's a full length making. No, of. no, no, no. It's 15 minutes. Oh, it was. But I didn't say full length. No, making it of. didn't say. I was joking. Oh, you were. I, I, was like, I didn't what, see what you clicked on. Yeah, you just were like, there's a full length, length making of. Okay, jeez. Okay, so there's a 15 minute little documentary behind the scenes. That's still more than a lot of movies have. Like behind the scenes making of featurette, I did not expect a fifteen minute thing I about Predator. Did not Island. expect that either, and I was very with pleased. like plenty of behind the scenes footage There's and yeah, yeah, they they uh they documented the making of this, which you know props to them for having the foresight to know that that would be a thing uh, for and, me and for yeah for us for this episode for today. <laughs> it's it's kind of like because in that documentary they knew they were like we want to make a good bad movie. They're like. I think they said, we want to make a bad movie to the best of our ability, which feels right for what we got. It's kind of like, and I know you haven't seen it yet. Um, it's a little bit in ways similar to Thanks Killing. Thanks oh, Killing is more sure. silly. It's more outright, I've openly silly. I've seen enough of it to get what you mean. Yeah, but it's it's a similar, and I'd love to watch it with you this year because you haven't seen it, especially after watching this. I think I think you'll really enjoy it. It was made for like six thousand bucks by okay. some college students, and it's that one is more um more outwardly comedic. Yeah, but I think it's the same kind of sense of pride in making it behind both these movies. That's the thing is, I was so surprised, <laughs> and we'll we'll talk more about the actual movie because I know right now. No one has any reference point for what the fuck this actually is, but the 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 documentary we watched about it that's on the DVD. It was so cool to see. Like, it seems like this was a fun movie to make. Everyone seemed like they had a good time, and everyone had really nice things to say about the the director. Yeah, the director who went by the name Steve Castle in the yeah, credits, whose name uh, Chuck Gramling. Chuck Gramling, who unfortunately he passed away in 2012 at the age of 46. Yeah, he had a. It was like a, a progressive, like it's, it's a like degenerative. A, yeah, uh, we saw disease. that he passed away early, and then we started watching that making of, and I noticed uh, that in in the scenes with him he was walking around on set with a cane and i was like i'm assuming that has something to do with his early death and yeah. then someone being interviewed i think a producer or something brought it up and she said that uh oh it was one of the actresses it oh, was the, oh, the, the lady the, who plays the wife Renee, at yeah. the lighthouse yeah she said that he was very inspiring to be around because he has this uh condition and then he spoke about it i have a neurological disorder called spastic muscular uh, paraparesis and it's a debilitating disease and it's progressive uh, to the point of eventually I will be in a wheelchair permanently. Uh, I, I, can't, uh, I can't begin to express how well um, people took under his direction. And after a while it was as if, you know, that he didn't have to tell them. They knew exactly what to do without that direction. I had like an unexpected like emotional reaction to like 
watching the behind the scenes of this movie that I was obsessed with as a teen and realizing like, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm sad. I'll never get to tell him like how much yeah. this, his weird little movie meant to like a random group of teenage girls who rented it every weekend. He'll never know that this podcast oh, no, episodes, it's, it's very sad, but it's also like, <laughs> yeah, the guy knew that he had less time than most people. Uh, didn't let it stop him from doing what he wanted oh to do. God. He wanted we need to, make to a get movie. this movie like up and streaming somewhere. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I want to find a way. It's such like you can't. You know, it's such a small. I just want to get it out there. I want everyone to be able to experience the joy of Predator Island. Yeah, and not because it's a good movie. No, because it's but, not. It's, but it's goofy as fuck. Yeah, like, there's no reason it can't be another Thanksgiving or uh, like The Room. It, it's a it's a movie that's so bad that it's funny. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's entertaining. Yes, there's a long, boring stretch, but there's enough sprinkled throughout to like, it kept my attention. You know, props to them for being able to do the, because, you know, for years... I just assumed this was maybe like a very sincere effort at like let's make a scary movie and it's just bad. Mm-hmm. But it no, it seems like they it's a tongue it's tongue in cheek. Yes. And props to them for, you know, pulling that off because like I always say that is so difficult to do. Mm-hmm. They had me fooled for uh over a decade of my life. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, they filmed it in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a small town because at the end, there's a scene with like a bunch of bodies in the road. And they're talking about in the documentary how they like put out a notice that we need some extras and like 300 people, locals showed up and they had to turn people away because they could only use about 150 yeah, dead bodies that. in the street. And I love in this in the behind the scenes, they're just like, we can't believe so many people showed up for our movie. You and make a movie so in Connecticut, excited. people are going to be pumped. That's like how, that's how it felt <laughs> making stuff in Michigan yeah. when you're in film school. Honestly, like as much as um this is a sidebar, but as much as like, you know, the good film schools, like the really, really good ones are out in LA and it's like where the business is. Or New York, yeah. Or New York. Honestly, if you go to film school where you're not in one of those cities, you're gonna have an easier time making your movie. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> People will help you because they're excited. Um yeah, I do you want to just start? Let's just summarize it because no one has seen it. So yeah. I think we got to we'll go, go through, through it. The yeah, I mean, it's only 75 minutes. So it won't take that long. Is the thing Although is, there are plenty of specific things we'll have to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing we see is this green meteor. And it's it's like the CGI kind of green. It looks like, I don't know, like a monster energy drink meteor. I can't think <laughs> no, of it. No, no, no. Either. This one's Red Bull sponsored. Oh my god, that's right. Actually, Red though, Bull Red Bull movie. is in the. Sorry, oh my god, Red Bull is gonna come for me because they were in the special thanks part. Pretty great. There was a Red Bull tent in the making of documentary. I don't know what that deal or arrangement was, but. Yeah. And uh, we we cut to it's this found footage. It's like a camcorder. The whole thing's not found footage, but this opening at least is, and it's a boat ride with some hot teens, beautiful babies. Yes, we hear someone say beautiful babies because Swingers is still. I mean, wouldn't that no, Swingers no is, that would have been older. It's like twelve that, years old. That would have been like someone now quoting, I don't know, what's a comedy that came like out? Like 2009. It was like Hot like, Tub Time Machine. Yeah, or like Bridesmaids. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that happens. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that happens. There's one guy who just is dressed like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah, that tall dude. And he's got nipple piercings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eric. And is he's, his name. Yeah, it says they're only for the ladies. Mm-hmm. And it's around this point, we're like a couple minutes in, and all of a sudden we thought our um, sound system got fucked up because it does that and i was like oh no the sound dropped out and then it comes back and no it's just because it's it's the sound mixing in this is uh 
a journey non-existent <laughs> and uh it c- keeps cutting between people on a boat with a camcorder and then credits people on boat with a camcorder credits, More credits. But, but when it goes to the credits it's silent yeah they don't like carry no the sound underneath no, it or anything like, it's just dead yeah. uh just completely there's just no sound at all we're also cutting back and forth too there's like a, a guy uh on a lighthouse his name's roy and he's got like a, he's wearing a hat that says Semper Fi. So he's clearly military of some kind. He's Marine. That's yeah, that's Marine. what he says. He's, I'm an ex-Marine Which with I, demolition experience. I don't think Marines call themselves ex-Marines. they're just always Marines, yeah. right? <laughs> that was a red So flag. anyway, we've got Roy who runs this lighthouse with his wife, Renee, mm-hmm. right? And he's got his binoculars because he sees oh, there's some kids out on the water and he's looking. Hey, honey, what you looking at? Just some kids out having some fun. This is relevant to him because we see in a backstory flashback with him and his mm. wife that he had a they had a Tragic young son who died while having fun in a boat. Yeah, so his wife asks what he's looking at, and he just go he goes, "Just some kids having some fun." The lot lots of very good line deliveries in this. Well, yeah, because the weather turns bad during the opening credits. You get you get a little bit of like bikini swimsuit action and then the director was probably like okay that's enough you guys can put your clothes back on because back to all the characters dressed up in normal clothes sure, on the boat yeah. and because it's the weather how did the weather get bad well, do you think the meteor made the weather do you think the meteor made the weather yeah there's a meteor which we see that's the green meteor from earlier it's on its way in the CGI it's on its way to Africa but it crashes uh, <laughs> right by this lighthouse and their boat breaks yeah and someone I don't know who asked but they asked do you think maybe the meteor made the weather Kevin yeah do you think maybe the meteor made the weather <laughs> there's still credits going by the way still we are credits. so far into this um we're we're skipping past a lot of just it's clearly a lot of just improv and I'll film it kind of mm. thing. Um, so With the ISO cranked up to like 5,000. Yeah. Very grainy, dark footage on that boat. Although when we get the thunderstorm, we finally, we cut to not found footage. Now it's like an actual yes. movie. By the way, it's like the darkest movie ever. Oh I, man. Okay. <laughs> the These people are running around in space. Yes. It is just it's... a light on them and behind them, just the, the never ending... <laughs> inky blackness of the void just waiting to swallow them up My, there is nothing dude you know why that is is in the in the documentary the director was talking about how because there he's he was like i was skeptical about filming this on digital because you know in the 2000s filming on digital it's mostly gonna look like shit not like it does now but film was too expensive so they decided to film on digital and they picked up this one camera it was like a panasonic something and he is just marveling at how the like all the black values in it they don't look grainy really impressed with the new camera the panasonic uh dvx uh, 100a it's a good camera um the blacks are true there's no grain or dirt in it uh, like standard video i honestly think he just was so obsessed with how smooth that this camera made all the black values look that he was like let's just crank this down and have the whole thing be black well it's a it's like <laughs> it's so to sh- dark to shoot Outside at night, people don't realize that to make it look good on camera, you have to light the backgrounds. Yeah. So you need more lights and you need electric running to that. And this movie can't afford that. Mm. There are no lights to spare to to shine on the trees or backgrounds. It is one light on the cast and behind them, 
nothingness. Yeah. That's why shoot. Yeah, shooting it. <laughs> A night scene is weird because either you do, like you said, or you shoot during the day and you make it look like nighttime. Day for night never looks good. It, you can usually tell. Yeah. If you look for it, you can usually tell when someone's doing day for night. But yeah, so. <laughs> oh, the the boat's called The Fascinating Rhythm. Fascinating Rhythm. Sounds like a Human League song. Yeah. Yeah, Fascinating <laughs> Rhythm. Yeah, they Fascinating Rhythm radios <laughs> into Hell's Beacon, which is the lighthouse and was apparently the working title of Predator Island. Honestly, if they had kept Hell's Beacon, I don't know if we'd be doing this podcast episode. <laughs> Predator Island is such a funnier name. Then a mo- there's a monster that comes out of the water and crawls onto the boat, and its name is Blarg, we learn in the credits. Yep, it's didn't Blarg know the monster. That it was Blarg until and the credits. It flashes, it like green eye flashes at Shaggy. Eric, yeah. Eric. Shaggy. We can call him Shaggy. Sure, just so you have a mental picture, because none of you have seen this movie. <laughs> we also, they radio to this Lieutenant Carell for oh, yeah. two seconds. We never see him that again. That guy never comes back. They, set, they built a whole set for this guy. He's in like <laughs> this whole command center, and we cut away from him, and he's never to be seen again. Yeah, so but by the way, if you didn't catch, it is a the thing situation. Yeah. The aliens flash their green eyes, and then that person somehow becomes an alien or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, this move, it's it's the thing, and it's also clearly inspired by Jaws. A lot of Jaws A lot of Jaws. There's there. lines from Jaws in this. Mm-hmm. Um, The lighthouse guy, Roy, decides he's going to go help these kids, and he's putting on the loudest jacket on the <laughs> planet. So, Roy, what's going up top going to do? I just... They must have had him wired up. Yeah. With a, a like a, a, lob a lob mic, on the this little tiny windbreaker. mic. Yeah, so as he's putting his windbreaker on, it's just making all these like, loud fucking swoosh noises into this microphone. Yeah, and they say the boat's filling up on the boat. They're like, oh, it's filling up with all... You don't see any of that. Uh, our, our transition from them being on the boat to the island is they're on the boat, they're getting sprayed with a hose off screen, and one person, one brave soul on this cast jumps overboard into the water as though they like fell in or something. And then it cuts to two of them coming ashore. Carrie thought that it was like a set or something. No, they can't afford that. It's out on a beach. There is a beach at nighttime. It's a beach at nighttime. You can't see anything. And yeah. they're coming on to shore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just to, There's a to, lot happening. Just it's to lay dark. out the pieces on the board. We got Roy and Renee are the lighthouse attendants. Yeah. Okay, middle-aged couple. Renee, surprisingly, gets a lot to do in this movie. You know what? Women get it done in this movie. They okay? do. Honestly, they do. I will give this movie credit for giving its women shit to do. Because you have the teens are three couples. Kevin, who disappears. He disappears. I forget how at this point. I guess his girlfriend is uh, Kim. Kim? Yes. Oh, it's Kim. So Kevin and Kim. So we have Kevin and Kim. they all have matching names? No. No, because uh, Chris, pop caller Chris, he's going to get the most to do. Chris, Uh, yeah. He ends up being like the main guy. He's also playing that archetype of just like douchey, kind of horny guy. But But like- He he has his redemption. Redemption, yeah. Yeah. He's super bro. And Uh, he's with Denise. He's with Denise, who is our blonde- um, you would think final girl, but no, actually she gets infected and becomes the killer, yeah. uh, which is a lot of fun. And then the last couple is Shaggy and Heather. <laughs> yeah, Heather, so Eric. And- yeah, Eric and Heather. Heather actually is the final girl. And like you said, women get, she's like the 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 one who gets in charge. She yeah. just like takes charge of the situation. And her 
and uh, Chris have a weird relationship. He's always calling her bitch, and she's always calling him fuckface. But again, because this movie kind of knows what it's doing, it plays with that, and he's like, you crazy bitch. You crazy bitch. It becomes like a very, like... I don't yeah. know, compassionate thing between them. It's yeah. kind of funny once you realize what what's going on and that he's saying bitch more than Freddy Krueger. He that- says bitch so much. I'm going to edit them all together. I oh, have yeah. to. Uh, here's I a bitch supercut. Squish the bitch. You always have to be such a bitch. Bitch. Stop bitching, time. please. You're one crazy bitch, you know that? Come on, you big beautiful bitch. Come on, you big dirty bitch. Heather, when we first meet her too, is she's no fun. She's the one who, she just seems like kind of the wet blanket of the group and is the one who on I guess rightly so when all the shit starts going down is like guys we need to take this seriously and she she really takes charge later but we get the sense that she's a bit of like a I don't know she's like bossy I guess she's a type a sure I would say yeah yeah, uh, Kevin, we lose right off the bat. I can't even remember what the fuck that guy looks like. <laughs> yeah. and, and Roy is like, when he gets to them ashore, he's like, you're lucky only one of you is missing. Yeah, thanks, Roy. <laughs> you're lucky only one of your friends is probably dead. Yeah, so Roy and Renee take the teens into their lighthouse. Wait, there's also a line about the camcorder that never comes back or into play. Oh, that's when they're in the lighthouse. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. So they're all sitting around <laughs> and they're, you know, giving them like mugs of hot tea or whatever's in there and this is when we it's get hot red bull it's it's warm red just there's nuked no, in the microwave there's no water in this movie warm red bull it's beer and red bull Hell that's yeah. all they have to drink on this lighthouse island absolutely <laughs> predator island hey want to talk to you about our sponsor this week shutter we love shutter you love shutter they're great they are basically the netflix of horror if you will and if you are thinking of checking out shutter it's the perfect time of year to do so we are right in the middle of the halloween season and shutter has so much cool stuff going on one thing i love about shutter is how much they really celebrate the role of the horror host because james and i are horror hosts of some kind and we have so much respect for the greats that have come before us and are still making stuff. They've got new specials from Elvira and Joe Bob Briggs and they've also got a new season of the Boulay Brothers Dragula. One thing I'm really looking forward to that I haven't gotten a chance to check out but it came out on the 6th is VHS 94. I've heard only good things about it. Very excited about a fun found footage film. So if you want to try Shudder free for 30 days go to Shudder.com and use promo code DEADMEAT30. That's Shudder, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com. Use promo code DEADMEAT30. Shudder. Our other sponsor this week is Keeps. So let's say you're listening to this episode and you're hearing me wax nostalgic about being in high school in the 2000s. And maybe you too were in high school in the 2000s. And then it starts to dawn on you that that means you're probably also in your 30s. (gasps) Oh no. And did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? And look, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, all right? But if you do want to keep your hair and prevent hair loss, Keeps is for you. Keeps is a super simple, stress-free hair loss prevention service. You'll have a convenient virtual doctor consultation, and you'll get medications delivered straight to your door every three months, so you don't even need to leave your house to do any of this. It's low cost, treatments start at just $10 a month, and Keeps offers the generic versions of medications. Also, there's only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss, and Keeps offers them both. 
So if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash dead meat to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash dead meat to get your first month free. One more time, that's keeps.com slash dead meat. Roy asked Chris about the camcorder he has, and I forget, he, I think Roy asks about it getting wet or damaged, and Chris just so defensively is like, It works. Waterproofed. 20 feet at least. Really? And I was like, oh, okay, so they're going to use that camera later to go underwater and get, no, no, no this is just the lie, I don't know, they really wanted to defend the integrity of this camera. Yeah. Yeah. And now we... Uh, have light hashtag lighthouse facts for um a long time. Yep. We talk about the light the history of the lighthouse. At least at least some of this comes back later. A little bit. The gas powered operation yeah, of the, the Hell's Beacon or whatever. Yeah, the, the lighthouse is powered by natural gas, although we were thinking it would be so much funnier if none of this came back, if we were just <laughs> learning about this lighthouse and none of it was relevant at all. But apparently it's called Hell's Beacon because a fire was built there before the lighthouse there was like a big fire built there to help guide in a ship with a ton of people on it and the person steering the ship like misjudged how far away the fire was and they crashed onto the shore of this little island and so a bunch of people died and so it's haunted i guess that but that none that of that has comes nothing to, to do with anything I th- it's just explaining why the lighthouse is called Hell's Beacon, which I guess if that was still the title of the movie would be a bit more relevant. A but bit. It's not. But not to the story of your movie that we're watching right now. There's no relevance yeah, they, there. Yeah, they talk about ghosts and we don't get any ghosts at all. The meteor has nothing to do with the fact that this island is haunted. <laughs> so the power comes back on. Everyone screams. Yeah. Um. This whole time, uh, Kim excused herself to go cry in the bathroom. And I forgot that, yeah, the power would have been off this whole time. So she's just in this pitch black bathroom crying. Is this when her and Heather make out? It's right before this. It's so we cut to it's Kim in the bathroom crying. And there's this really, really awful piano music that is playing. It was supposed to be a fun weekend. It's the music in this movie in general is just go- like ass. amazing. It it's, is the worst. I'll put in lots and lots of clips. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, Heather finds Kim crying in the bathroom, and then the two of them just start kissing. Yeah, and then we see a peeping dog. Uh, standing yeah. outside the window there's this dog like watching them through the window it would be a it would be like a neighboring teenage boy in a sex comedy but instead in this, this movie dog. it's a dog just watching them make out yeah and then the dog gets alienated does the, does the alien flash its green eyes at the dog i, I don't know happens. i don't really quite understand the mechanics of yeah, because sometimes the alien, the alien just kills people and eats them. Yeah. Uh, the alien at this point is, I don't even know if it's one alien or if it's copying itself into these new people or how the mechanics yeah, of that Yeah, is work. there more than one Blarg? I don't know. I'm not I don't know because they kill sure. an alien. I think so because they kill one and there's more. Yeah. And then there's more on the, because the, the, there's like another meteor while they're on the island that I think lands on the mainland. So to explain when they get there at the end of the movie and yeah, everyone's the whole dead there, world is, it's an invasion. It's an invasion. Uh, but yeah, as far as the Blargs on Predator Island itself, I'm not sure the quantity, but one of them is Kevin with just some seaweed on his forehead who runs at them 
now and uh oh yeah that's right we see kevin again well yeah because they have to they have to know that there's and a kevin's danger. eating the dog yes okay so yeah. they see the dog's dead it's because of kevin with some seaweed on his forehead so you better arm yourself with uh, miniature weapons dude the roy the lighthouse keeper goes and grabs the tiniest little crossbow this crossbow i've never seen any i'm sure there's people watching and listening who are like yeah those are a thing and they're i don't want to fucking hear I'm it i'm sorry they, it, this is if you're if you're using that you look ridiculous it's a crossbow for ants it it it's it so came tiny. out of a plastic egg in a vending machine yeah on the, sure. near the checkout of a supermarket it's it reminds me of like like when i um we my family and i used to go camping a lot when i was a kid and there would be kind of like general stores at the campgrounds and you'd have like really basic kids toys and shit this is like what you would find where it's made of like balsa wood and some string. It's yeah. so tiny. It's the, the stupidest, smallest crossbow. Yeah. He also has a tiny shotgun. And at first I thought it was the perspective, but then he turns and no, the shotgun <laughs> is kind of weird and tiny also. It's so bizarre. And the basement is full of boxes of eggs. At one point, I think an alien goes down on those, like it just falls on him. We all screamed, no, not the eggs. <laughs> This is the worst place to put those. So Roy shoots an alien. Let me just say here that I'm going to have a hard time describing exactly what the order of events is here and also where characters are going. Because because they're in we're, space. We're driving a lot of places. We're running a lot of places. Plans are made. I don't know what the plans are or where we're supposed to be driving because they're on an island and every time they go somewhere they end up just coming back to the lighthouse and i don't to regroup yeah they they regroup like five times and i don't understand why well some of them go off in a truck yeah and are driving 70 miles per hour they, but the aliens keep it up with them running yeah, after them yeah my favorite is the the way that this scene is shot is like man this truck is hauling ass but then they z crash zoom to the odometer and it's he's going the speed limit <laughs> and then like the alien just like a light jog, but we're meant to believe he's keeping up with the truck. Yeah, he's jogging at 70 miles an hour. All while some fucking video game music is playing yes! or some shit. I don't know. We get a wipe. There's no other wipes. In this. Oh, yeah. There's one like push wipe. Like the, the, the next scene's frame comes from off screen right and pushes out the frame and is like, now nah, we're in this scene. Yeah. Um, All the while, the alien uh, sound effects, I'm pretty sure came from Starcraft. Yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they just took some video game uh, sound effects for this. Because isn't... Uh, like, aren't Doom sound effects used in yeah, a lot of they're shit? All over yeah, the place. Denise, who's the blonde girl, I forget who tells her to go do this, but she runs around for so long, and I'm not sure why. At one point, she, like, runs towards the camera, hits her mark, says, screw it, and then runs off in a different screw direction. What? Screw what? We don't what, know Denise? what you were doing. I don't know what your plan was there. It's so good. She's running for so much of this, just on this island, so she can't run anywhere. Renee, who's the the lighthouse wife, <laughs> gets smashed into this truck by an alien and picked up and carried away. It not, just not, slams her head in there. Not before she gets to hang out the passenger window of the truck while it's moving and shoot a shotgun. That is true. We get Renee slowly becoming like the like a ripley type where she's got like a tank top on like a, she's got her like 
button down shirt open and this like kind of dirty sweaty tank top and she hangs out yeah the truck window with the shotgun and, and you the, can tell this actress having a great time in the documentary she was like i had so much fun doing this i'm a mom of three i don't know when else i'd get to do this i have to say though that doing the film what was fun for me was being able to hang out of a pickup with the shotgun you know, I'm a mother of three, and I, I don't get to do things like that in my real life very often. You know, hanging out the back of a pickup, shooting at monsters, and the physicality of it, I, I like that. This is around the point in the movie where they decide to just make every single shot a little zoom in. Oh my gosh, crash I guess zooms. The Office had just come out, the U.S. <laughs> version of The Office. It would have just, just come out. out. Maybe they were early adapters and really liked that mockumentary style because every single fucking movement is move, little zoom. Move, little zoom. So many crash zooms. So many tiny little crash zooms, man. Heather and Chris. So Heather is kind of our 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 no fun girl, and Chris is um he's got a popped collar. Popped collar. Yeah. That I'm replicating. Yo, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't notice. I don't know why I I just didn't. I just walk around like. Well, I think because it it's not you gotta like get that starch to make it really stay. I know. It's kind of floppy. Yeah. Yeah. Chris's is like he like prepped it to be yeah able to and if up. you want to picture chris picture uh not matthew fox yeah he's got yeah for sure kind of a matthew fox mm-hmm. type thing going on they must have seen you know like lost takes place on island came out the year before this we'll get a little matthew fox guy for our island movie mm-hmm. makes sense makes sense so they go back to the lighthouse and they find a gun that Heather definitely knows how to use. I feel like she grabs it the wrong way, or maybe I'm thinking of another scene. No, later. That's later after they regroup for like the sixth time or <laughs> yeah. whatever. And I think uh, Roy gives her a gun and is like, do you know how to use this? And she's like, I know how to use it. And she grabs it by the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> Honestly, alpha move, I think. <laughs> that You gotta have confidence to grab a gun like that. <laughs> so they, uh, apparently, oh, so Renee's still alive. Like the alien grabbed her, but she's still alive. Um, good for oh, yeah. her heather and chris find kim r.i.p kim is the girl who was crying in the bathroom and who made out with heather mm-hmm. we don't talk about that but yeah. that's fine she's dead now uh even though she's very clearly visibly breathing she's breathing a lot yeah yep. <laughs> i wonder if that was just they had done a bunch of takes of it already and then this was one of the later ones and she was like they're not going to use this one <laughs> but they did <laughs> Um, Denise, our blonde girl, is just still walking around and she runs into Renee and they have a moment where it, it's the thing where they're like, how do I know you're not an <laughs> alien? Upon? I know you're not, you know, we're doing that whole thing. This is when Heather officially turns into like badass final girl type because there's like the big zoom in on her and she's like, let's go kill these fucking things. And I think this is when her and Chris start to have some tenderness towards each other because there's another little zoom in on her where she's like, fuck face. Fuck face, yeah. <laughs> Roy is currently fighting an alien with like a just kick-ass soundtrack in the back. Roy gets to beat the shit out of Listen, some every time Chelsea compliments the music, I need you to understand that it's the opposite of a real compliment. This music 
is awful. I'll put in. Don't worry. I'll. I got you guys. It's so bad. <laughs> but Roy just like punching aliens in the face. They, you know, uh, apparently Blarg the alien was also the the fight choreographer. So he's leading our cast through all these great fights. <laughs> Denise, uh, blonde girls, like we got we got to go back to the house. And the way she's talking here, I couldn't remember if. By this point, she was an alien or not. She is. We she find is. out. But we're just sitting there like, I can't remember if she's an alien or if this acting is just mm, questionable. Yeah. You know, this is bad acting throughout the whole movie. Some people are better than others. Sure. I think Roy is pretty good. I think Roy's pretty good. Honestly, Roy and Renee. Roy and Renee, pretty solid. Chris is good. Chris is doing what he needs to do. Yeah. For sure. And uh, I think Heather is game for her part as well. Uh, and you know what? Those are the four leads. Denise, you know what? She has a fight scene with Roy. Pretty, you know what? She's handling the physical aspects fine. She's, I, she's like, she does a good job at like fight scene where she's possessed by a alien. She's doing some some kicks that look okay. They're they're high kicks. Yeah, she's and taking punches that's, like a champ. That's the other thing is they're they're doing fake punches well enough to be very entertaining. Yes. Roy just punching her in the face repeatedly, and yeah. it's just it's so funny. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is when I think you paused it because one of us had to go to the bathroom. Oops, <laughs> okay. we're only halfway into this. God damn it. <laughs> I will say this movie uh feels longer than it is. <laughs> yes, the seventy five minute Where movie it feels take, longer. Yeah, than it is. it's um. Yeah, it, it drags a little bit in this middle section. There's but. almost an interesting shot here of like, I think Denise is in the background, Heather's in the foreground. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, this is one where they're deciding what to do. I think this is also while Roy is beating the shit out of an alien on the ground with, with like his blue, rifle. And there's like blue glow stick <laughs> yeah, stuff in the alien's chest. He just, he also grabs his gun by the barrel and just starts hitting <laughs> it for so long yeah, you he think he's done and then alien. he keeps going but then he says they're gonna make a stand damn it i'm an ex-marine with demolition experience and then we get a montage of them they're in the basement of the lighthouse and they're wiring up uh sticks of dynamite and like you know it's not like they shot a couple things and then they oops we need to make this longer in editing let's reuse the same no no, no. like they shot plenty and they got everything they needed but they shot the same things over and over again so it's different shots of Roy looking at Renee and Renee looking at Roy but they they did it like 10 times and used every single it's so weird it goes on for so long well what's funny is montages are meant to condense time and somehow this <laughs> one is, expands we, it it makes it we could have watched them just do what they did in real time and it would have been shorter <laughs> yeah more montage uh when they bury all this dynamite on the beach and this is when i'm realizing wait do chris and heather have a thing because as far as they know chris's girlfriend is alive and well and is not an alien and she's right there well and they go have sex too that's right yeah chris and um denise go have sex and my friend and I couldn't remember if there was like an actual sex scene in this. It's I was con I was convinced there wasn't, and she was, and I. Well, it's a weird place for a sex scene. Almost always in horror movies, the sex scene happens first act, yeah. maybe two a, but this is happening like act three in the middle of like app. It's just hard to keep track of what happens when because they the go out. The structure of this is very free. It's just going out, fighting aliens, coming back to the lighthouse. Going out, fighting aliens. Should we get on that boat now? No, no let's we regroup. We have to regroup. They're, they, at this, yeah, I think when they have sex is when they're like, all right, we're going to regroup at the lighthouse. We can't leave the island because it's dark and it'll be dangerous, which 
fair, sure. I guess. I trust Roy to, <laughs> you know, if I'm if I'm stuck on Predator Island, I trust Roy pretty much. He's an ex-Marine with demolition experience. So. <laughs> I'm an ex-Marine with demolition experience. So, okay, so Chris had sex with an alien then. Yeah, for sure he did. Yeah. And then he comes out of the bedroom and, like, Heather's sitting on the couch. Yes, and he, Roy, he goes... first of all, Roy asked, did you guys catch a nap? Yeah. And they're like, no, not exactly. No, we, we fucked, fucked in, in your bed. bed. Yeah. <laughs> they don't say that, but they might as well. And then, like, Denise goes to do something. Chris sits down on the couch next to Heather, who just is so uncomfortable yeah, around him. he puts his arm, like, up on the back of the couch. And is, like, looking at her. And she just slinks down to the floor. She would rather sit on the floor than share a couch with this man. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Weird vibes. But I think this is all later, because right now... We have the decoy scene. Yeah. Which I would say is the highlight of the film. It is. Okay, so. Chris's performance. When they go to the beach, they bear all this dynamite and they realize, well, we got to lure the aliens over here so we can blow them up and they make Chris go be bait. This is the scene that I remember the most. This is the scene that, like, for years and years, I will quote with my friends. Like, it's this running thing that, I don't know, it's just a thing in my life. Like, just think of, I don't know, a movie or something you quote with your friends. It's that. Like, mm-hmm. it's this has just been a presence in my life since I was, like, 15. It's Chris going on to the beach, and he's like, okay, uh, like, eat me. Uh, Got fresh meat for you. Hot and spicy meat. Kosher style. I'm a hot dog. I'm a hot dog. Bacon in a pan. Bacon in a pan. Bacon in a pan. Kielbasa. Kielbasa. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Brisket, brisket, London Royal. Haggis, haggis, meatball. Just singing and dancing and doing, just naming kinds of meats. And I love it. I think it's great and very silly. And yeah. it's very special to me personally. <laughs> so the alien, the aliens are intrigued by the, the meatball dance and they, they come on over and we're setting off charges on the beach. Fuck Actual yeah. explosions. Yep. Yep. They are expl- like, yeah, in the behind the scenes, there's Blarge just next <laughs> and just like kind of diving away from these explosions on the beach. Everyone's having a great time. Uh, in movie world, uh, Chris, it makes Chris go deaf, like temporarily oh, yeah. deaf. He can't hear. Just, he just, <laughs> like they fuck up his ears. Poor Chris. So the whole, okay, by the way, when they, before they come out to the beach, they have this whole scene where, you know, after the, the montage, they're putting dynamite together. They're like, okay, here's the plan. And they explicitly say, we will kill the alien on the beach. Get on the boat. Go to the mainland. They regroup again. They decide they regroup. we have to regroup. They, I don't know what the fuck happened in the plan, but no, we have to regroup and go back to the lighthouse for reasons. And when they get back to the lighthouse, Denise, who is an alien at this point, we don't know this yet, but Denise, who's an alien, even the alien is like, so when are we going to the boat? <laughs> Good question, Denise. <laughs> even the alien's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Chris reasonably also suggests leaving now and Roy's like, Fuck you, man. You got a lot of fucking ideas and a big fucking mouth or whatever he yeah, says. Yeah, they, get, they they almost come to blows. It's very heated. And then Renee calms everyone down and gives Roy a beer because that's what you need. It's literally like a Snickers commercial. It's like, you're not you and you're hungry, Roy. Have this beer. Yeah. Heather uh, talks about how she learned about guns from Eric, who's shaggy. 
nipple piercing Shaggy. Oh, and yeah. we just, I don't know, she just is telling Roy all about how much she loved Eric and how much Eric loved guns. <laughs> oh, this is when she, uh, after she reapplied her lip balm, her, her lip, lip gloss. Her lip gloss is yeah. like a disco ball in it this looks, scene. It's you know, so shiny. It looks pretty good. It looks really good. I honestly was envious. It's like peak 2000s shiny lip gloss. Is it done with the brush? Is that it would be like the tube with, with like the, yeah, the little applicator. The, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a mascara brush. That guy. Uh, not a ma- It'd be like a little like soft kind of tip thing. Okay. Yeah. In any case, I can smell either that smell or it. the kind words like the squeezy tube. Those are big in the 2000s. Ooh, I don't know the squeezy. Those tube. are like kind of gross. Like the, mm. the tube gets gross and the, the lip gloss itself is always sticky. Um, but that could also be. I don't know. She seems like a classy lady. I bet it's the applicator kind, the wand, <laughs> the lip gloss wand. It looks good. After this scene too, the wife comes in, Renee comes in and it's this weird thing where she, I don't know if we're, we're patting the run or what the fuck, but Renee comes in and basically asks Roy's permission to turn on the TV. Cause she's like, even though the radio and the phone aren't working, maybe the TV's working. Yeah, yeah so what? With all those, Meteorites, or whatever they are, crashing on the island and in the water. Maybe some landed on the mainland, too. They might have something on the news about it. Well, we'll go ahead and try it. She turns on the TV, nothing. Why did we have this scene? Why does she need to ask Roy for permission to turn on the television? Just turn it on and see that it's it's just such a weird thing. I love how often the people in this just act like they are also aliens. Like, (laughs) Renee's not an alien, but... Do you ever think why? You ever- <laughs> well, did you ever think of as to why? Is it Denise who asks, why does Roy act that way? Oh, yeah. Why does Roy act why that way? Why does Roy act that way? And that's when uh, Renee tells them that their son drowned and he feels mm. he's protective of, of them. And yeah. Too bad you're talking to an alien, Renee. Yeah, Denise, Denise is crying blue milk. Like it oh, looks yeah, like Star right. Wars milk. And yep, she's been an alien this so whole she time. Kills Renee and eats her in the kitchen. Yeah, eats, eats her little tum tum. And this is when Roy punches Denise in the face so many yeah, times. Yeah, their kitchen fight. And when you think he's done, he's gonna punch her in the face some more <laughs> in a later scene. Just With her so hair much. just swinging all over the place. It's, it's great. so 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 good. Um, meanwhile, Chris is just calling Heather a bitch a bunch, and they talk about how wait. The lighthouse is run on natural gas. So hashtag lighthouse facts does come back. They decide they're going to blow up the lighthouse because why not at this point? And they go up to the top and they find a hammer, which Heather says, there you are too. Like she knew it was there. You've never been here in your life. (laughs) It just is a weird thing to say. Uh, They go to where like the gas pipes are. It's the danger gas. It's the danger gas. That's right. (laughs) The danger gas. And which smells like. Chris hits the pipe so it starts leaking gas, and Chris declares that it smells like dirty snatch, <laughs> which, sure, I that, guess. That's before he calls someone a big dirty bitch. Yes, he calls um, Denise, his alien girlfriend. Who has just a green chunk of something on her forehead yeah, now. He it says, doesn't look good. Come on, you big dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so... They uh, get they regroup with Roy, and Roy basically tells them, you guys run, I will fight Denise, and 
I will set fire to the natural gas leak that you guys made and sacrifice myself and blow up the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. And he says, for you, Renee. And then he blows up the lighthouse and it explodes very realistically and looks like a birthday candle. I can't think it's of how so to funny. It's like it. one flame that they filmed a close-up of and then superimposed on top of this lighthouse. It's, this lighthouse has, like, it. they, like, digitally removed the top of this lighthouse and then also, like, matted, they, like, cut out the windows and just, like, put the light, yeah, on top of, like, stock. Just, but like, just, like, one flame. Not, like, a big raging no, inferno. No, no, no. The, the scale is all wrong. <laughs> it really is, like, a candle flame that they kind of put inside of there. It's very good. Yeah. And so Heather's crying, and Chris says, leave it to a, a chick to cry at a time like this. But and he says it in an ironic way. Yeah. And they're and sweet to each other. You can tell that, yeah, there's, there's something there. They get on the boat. Heather's standing with her hands on her hips and, like, legs apart like a fucking sea captain. Yeah, she's, like, Captain Power Morganing stance. back. Yeah. Yeah. They they get back to the mainland, and they're like, what do we do? Call the police? No one will believe us. Oh, whatever. Let's go get coffee. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I need some coffee. Need some coffee. Do you think anything's open? It's early. Yeah. Wait, where is everyone? I don't oh, know. No. It's, it's barely 6.30. I love the specificity of it being like, oh, they think no one's around because it's early. How early? It's like 6.30. It's 6.30, yeah. <laughs> and, but then they realize, oh, my, holy God, it's an invasion. And that's when we crane up and it's Money just shot. bodies everywhere. Bodies everywhere. The big, yeah, the big shot that they were all so excited about in the behind the scenes, which is fair. It's hard to get people to show up to shit to film. I can't um, believe they got, I think he said 170 people. That's honestly impressive. Laying to me. around in the street. Getting people Holy to be shit. extras in something. As soon as you make a movie and you have to film a scene, like I've done a bunch, like in, in film school, I had to do a bunch where I was directing movies where we needed to have a crowd, especially party scenes. Impossible. Yeah, it's it so hard because it sucks. It's boring. You think, oh, it's going to be a party. No, it's a party where you have to be quiet mm -hmm. and. It's hard. So props to them to get people to like excitedly turn out to lay in the street and do nothing for presumably hours. With those flash transitions to the shots of the body. Yes, like, with the sound effects that they always whoosh. use on Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Credits roll. There's bloopers. Thank fuck. Of course there are. Yeah. I love that there's bloopers. And we're watching the bloopers and I'm like... Everyone's having a great fucking time filming this, it seems like. Everyone's laughing, and it's very much the, like, when when I would watch stuff from, you know, DVD extras when I was younger, the blooper reels are the thing where it's like, oh, man, it must be so fun making movies. And this one, it, it does feel like a genuine, you know, they're just goofing around making a thing. And that's when we learn, yeah, Blarg the Monster. That's yeah. his name. I also love that during the bloopers, it's a shot of Heather during the meatball scene. And you hear Chris off screen doing like meatball, meatball. Meat, and she starts laughing, and she's like, "Can you can you please just say what you're going to actually say?" Yeah, and, and it's like, like, "No, Heather, that's actually yeah. what." Oh makes no, that the was uh, Denise, I think. Oh okay, yeah, it was Denise. But regardless, there someone's like, "Please just say the please lines you're going it. to it's say." Like, it's like, "No, those are the lines." The funniest <laughs> thing is if she is supposed to be like the alien and is supposed to just be kind of like you know stone faced or whatever. He didn't have to be off screen doing that. No, scene. not at all. That's she, he, <laughs> like it didn't. It wouldn't really matter what character. You don't have to have him there, really. Yeah, I love it. It's great. Every, clearly, you know if if. That actor didn't give a shit about this movie. I don't think he'd be off camera doing full <laughs> out the like meatball hot dog scene, but he's there doing it. Yeah. Fuck. 
Yeah, Predator Island. That's Predator Island. You know what? I am going to say that I am pleasantly, like, I'm so happy that in rewatching this and talking about it, because it, it was made in 2005. Mm -hmm. There was something that we loved, but I was like, how much of this am I forgetting and how much of it is going to be like, oh man, this did not age well, right? Mm -hmm. Because that is like like 2005. Yeah, it's surprisingly not mean. No. I mean, Chris is, you know, it, it's a bit that he's always he's, yeah, he's calling Heather. Yeah, he's kind of a mean bro. Yeah, like. he's a bro. He's a douchey bro who like gets redeemed by the end. But there, you know what? Uh, going by the standards of uh, the 2000s, no one says a slur in this. That's exciting. Yep, he's not really a sex pest. In a, yeah, in he's like, not like a creep. Yeah. Yeah. There's like one line where they're on the boat. It's like, oh, we got a camera in these jicks. But like, it's not like many, many worse movies, like mainstream movies yeah. that I've seen from that time and period. And like the joke of having like a peeping time. It's the dog. It's, yeah. it's on a person. No, it's it's a surprisingly. Uh, I, I was honestly shocked by how like kind of, you know, fun and not mean this movie yeah, was definitely. for when it was made and for just a bunch of friends making a movie it felt out of time a little bit if and i had made a movie in 2005 with my friends it would be way worse that's it would what, not and like have watching the up. behind the scenes too i was like everyone seems so i don't know i just i have memories of that time where it was just so i don't know it was almost like a competition to be to like who can be the worst piece of shit or who mm -hmm. can be like the edgiest kind oh, of oh yeah it definitely kind was. of edge lord and there, yeah, something about this I was I was very happy to and and surprised by how well it aged and how nice it was I I I will continue to cherish this I'm really glad I got to share it with with you James <laughs> and all of you I really hope I wanna I wanna. I want to get this online somewhere. I don't yeah, know how we, we would. Can. I don't know how we would go about doing that, but I. I want, don't know. We might have enough sway nowadays to like, like make this happen. For real. Find out who has the rights? Who has the rights? And we will like somehow. I just want. I just want to <laughs> share it. So it's such a special little gem of a mm -hmm. movie. Great. Well, thank you all for sharing this this thing that's so close to my heart with me. And next week, yeah, we'll have our Halloween hangout. That'll just be a chill episode. If you liked our thing we did at the Stanley Hotel where it was just us by the fireplace, we'll probably maybe get drinks for this next one too, oh, yeah. like we did for that one. That feels necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe we can sit in front of our fireplace. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Social media? Yes. Follow Dead Meat James on Twitter, Instagram, and the talk. Yeah. And Carebeck, C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C, on Twitter and Instagram. That's that. Is that yeah, that? I think that's that. All right. Uh, we're, we're almost through October. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> All right. And until next week, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And this has been... Oh, Jesus, I keep... it Like, old habits die hard, dude. They do. And yeah. this has been the Dead, Dead Meat, Meat Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>